SoCal Summer Swing Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and today I am joined by the one and only Jason Hammonds. What's up, good sir? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, man. Dude. Okay, so it's funny with me and Jason because at the at Atomic, J- Jason, first of all, is an amazing bow dancer, okay? And I there's this joke between us where I tried to do the stuff that he was doing when I was first learning bow completely failed just did, it did it did not work he would pull I would be dancing with someone and then I'd see him do something and try it it just did not work at all <laughs> but you're still a better dancer than I am no 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 you're being you're being far far too kind which is since we're talking about being a good dancer I do want to talk about Camp Hollywood later but for the people who don't know Jason who is Jason Hammonds, who is this really wonderful, sweet guy that people see at Atomic, and he's so kind. Um, well, I'm one of the oldest people that goes there. <laughs> That's like, like I'm the the elder statesman of uh, Balboa at this point. I'm 48 years old, just turned. Hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I was born and raised in Phoenix. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, moved to California in 1995 to Orange County. Actually, funny enough. Okay. Uh-huh. Almost started swing dancing back then. Almost. Really? It's close. Was this close? Because it was like in the first like era of the resurgence of swing, mm-hmm. but didn't. But I always loved the music. And then moved to Europe for a minute. Oh, and then after, yeah. after living in Europe, I moved to LA. And then I lived in Hollywood for the last 20 years until about till the pandemic and then when uh-huh. the pandemic happened and i started working remotely i moved to just outside of pasadena a little town called monrovia Monro- and that's where you are now that's where i am now yeah which is great and it's so funny because two of my friends who are also balboa dancers bought houses like a mile from me here so there's like this <laughs> little we're starting the we're gonna make monrovia the like balboa community so everybody try and move to monrovia because it's one just a cool little town and uh-huh. two convenient to get everywhere and three it's gonna be great for Baba. so we just gotta open a little our own little dance studio here <laughs> are you are you trying to make a little Baba commune yes. Yes. <laughs> just yes, a I cul-de-sac know. with a bunch of dancers <laughs> <laughs> yeah min lives like a mile from me and jeff sula is like a mile and a half from me holy <laughs> crap okay so you all do you all ever like hang out outside of like atomic and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah we we definitely have Dude, that is that is so nice. I like cat sit from in when he's when he's out of town and stuff. It's great. That is really, you know, have I told you about my dream about the dance house? No. Yeah, dude. I really would like to start a dance house here in OC. I'm I'm really close. I'm really close yeah. to like putting things in motion, but I would love to create a dance house where dancers live together. And if there are people from out of town, if you're from out of town and you're listening, once I have the dance house, we'll have like a nice a room. For a dancer to be able to stay yeah. you know that'd be that, cool yeah that'd that'd be great. i mean yeah. that's what i like so my office is also my little dance room and i have ah. a, like a whole like the i have a sliding closet doors that are all mirrored and then i have really good floor so during the pandemic it was great because this is where i practiced and if you ever like i have all these videos of like solo Balboa or actually Cowbow, the virtual uh-huh. Cowbow. I did the solo Balboa contest. So you can see like my room in action in that if you go back and watch those videos. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was it was like a such a great 
thing to be able to move out of Hollywood where we have like this much room to live in, you know, yeah. out here we have more space. And so we have a whole room that is like my home office and then our dance space, which is great. Dude, that's awesome. Now question. So you mentioned yeah. you almost started swing dancing back in the night. Yeah. Like walk me through that. So I just, like, it was one of the, you know, it's funny. It, it was swing kids. Like I saw that. Oh, it first yeah. came, but like when it first came out, I was like 19 or 18 and just thought it was so cool. And the music was having a resurgence and I was listening to that and, and, but I was also like super into skateboarding and, you know, like punk music and indie hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I was into a lot of different, different things, but skateboarding was like my thing. And so yeah. it just never was enough for me to start. And I didn't have anyone personally that was like in swing dancing that got me to go mm-hmm. do it but I was really close I was very interested if I just had one person push me uh-huh. I would have been doing because I've always loved dancing uh-huh. I just never did it in like a formal way you know what I mean but I've always gone dancing and like love to dance and... oh dude like what what did you do dance any other type of no no no. no I just like to move my body I don't know if you've noticed for the atomic like I'm never not yeah. my body like I can't help myself <laughs> there's music on I cannot help myself but move and like when I was li- so when I was living in Germany um I worked at this ski resort and it was like a it was this weird thing where I worked for the U.S. military uh-huh. at a ski resort at a ski lodge mm. super weird it was like they would send the military people on vacation there and they hired American civilians to work there but we had a dance contest like but it was a so like just get out and dance yeah like, you know they just put on and and it was like you know jamiroquai and stuff like that that was uh, and i won that dance contest hey. and i have a picture somewhere uh in like like a, a from that time of me dancing in like a sweat it's like so goofy but yeah um and i won a <laughs> the prize was a uh see a portable cd player that had like eight times over sampling so i could almost use it while snowboarding almost but it still skipped all the time but that oh. was that was the world we lived in back then we didn't have mp3s oh yeah well <laughs> for, for you young kids that are listening a cd player yeah. i don't think i have to say this but a C, we used to listen to music in cd players you put the disc in there and, it, and you couldn't jump to like a specific song you had to go in sequential order which yeah. is crazy now next song next song well i mean i'm more of the era of cassettes you know so like like fast forwarding rewinding that was the worst and then they'd have if you didn't live through that time you wouldn't know that they actually had mechanisms in cassette players where you could hit like this double fast forward button it would go to the next song because it would monitor for when there was a silence and then it would stop so that was the closest we could get with cassette that was like high-tech cassette players you could like Fast forward to the next song, I'd be like, to get to the next song. I, it didn't work that well. If there was like songs that didn't have like a, a sound, like a silent break, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Dude, I learned something today. I did not know that those existed. That's yeah. that's nuts. Okay. I forgot they existed until just now. <laughs> until, until just now, like going back. Yeah. I mean, okay. that was 30 years ago, right? Yeah. And so, so here you almost started dancing, but you didn't. So then how, how did it, how did it happen? How did you get the bug? So actually it's my girlfriend, Vanessa. So like oh. Vanessa has always been obsessed with like vintage 
fashion, vintage, mm-hmm. specifically 1940s stuff. So when we started dating, it was probably like two or two years after we started dating or three years after we started dating, she'd like brought it up and was like, we had gone to Dapper Day and watched mm-hmm. her dance before that. Uh-huh. And, and she was like, we should do this. So then for our anniversary, I bought us a Groupon for Lindy Loft. And that's oh. where we went. Yeah. Which funny enough, we took our very first class and our teacher was Ashley Peretta, who's now my dance partner, my contest partner. Oh. So she was she was the person I got our first like, like, and this is a rock step and this is a triple step. And, and you know, funny enough, fast forward now we're like dance partners and yeah, fun stuff. But yeah, Vanessa was the one that, that got me started. But then like when we started doing it, she's already a great dancer, like doesn't need like, you know, she grew up dancing her mom, salsa and everything. But yeah. me, even though I love the dance, it took me a lot more work to get this down. And um, I became obsessed from the start. Like as soon as we started doing, it, especially with the, like with Lindy Hop, I was like, all right, this is cool. But I was still doing like I did Muay Thai kickboxing for like 10 years. So I was still doing that. And I would go from like kickboxing over to the dance classes. And I, it was interesting to see the correlation between movement in kickboxing or boxing in general and dance. Mm. Triple steps and kickball changes are like how you move around when you're boxing. Interesting. You know? So when I started doing it, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is just like, it's like boxing, but cooperative instead of antagonist you know it's like like you're you're like the movements are the same but instead of moving against each other you're moving with each other it's like yeah Uh, so that's i might be another reason why it just like instantly clicked with me um but when we started doing uh we went to lindy loft and we did lindy hop for like six months or so Mm -hmm. and then dax decided to do a balboa class and a a shag class and i thought shag was going to be my thing like i mm. watched it i was like oh shag looks really cool mm-hmm. then we started taking the classes and i just fell in love instantly with balboa and then it was like done i didn't care about anything else i didn't care about Lindy hop i didn't care about shag all i cared about was balboa and that was like the end of 2018 like the very end of 2018 uh-huh that we started dancing and so then they closed down Lindy Loft like six months later. So we only oh. took lessons for like four months. And I still like didn't really social dance because I was super scared to ask anyone to dance. Oh, <laughs> so, uh-huh. And like Dax is is an amazing dancer, but he was he's not a bow dancer. So he wasn't teaching like what I now I don't like I consider like what how I would teach bow if I was teaching bow. Yeah. Want to be taught bow was different than what he was teaching us. Um, and so it was kind of like from three months or four months in to basically November. So like, say like April to November of 2019, we mm-hmm. really didn't have anyone teaching us. It was just us watching videos online and, and trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Then at the end, like the end of 2019, we took a couple classes with Jeremy Auth and Melissa Shaheen. Uh-huh. Um, which were great like those were the first like oh my god this is what <laughs> lessons are supposed to yeah. be like this is actual yeah. it was so awesome and then then cowbell happened in 2020 we went to that and then the pandemic started so <laughs> before we could even really get started it all stopped yeah 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 and wait so did, you didn't take any privates after lindy loft closed you just you and i never took i never took a private in my life ever ever yeah until I have now, but but at that point I had, yeah. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. And so because Lindy Loft is all the way up in LA during that time, you were in, you were in Monrovia? No, no, I was in, I was in Hollywood then. Gotcha. So it was still a drive. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually, it'd be faster to get there from Monrovia because the traffic, you know, coming from Hollywood to downtown mm -hmm. is way harder than coming from Monrovia to downtown. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then you started, you essentially like really started Balboa in 2018, right? Well, yeah, the end of 2018. Gotcha. But we're talking like, I knew how to do the basic. Yeah. In 2018, yeah. I could do a basic. In 2019, I could do like a toss out and what I would now not really consider out and ins because I didn't really understand the concept, but I would move out and in. <laughs> but I didn't understand what an out and in really is and like it's a flow and it's not yeah. like a move. Um, and like a lolly, I could do those three things. But I mean, those are the core things, but they were like now looking back at it, if you watch videos of me doing it, then you'd be like, oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really understand what I was doing. Dude. You know, I, I I could I could recreate the the look like the motion, but I didn't understand like how it actually felt in the connection and all those things until yeah. much later. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell you, dude, I'm there now because I, I know the sh the shape, but I swear I am not doing it right. I'm doing it like a Lindy Hopper. <laughs> well, leave me. Right. We'll, we'll figure it out. So um, for, for those listening, by the way, everyone from SoCal who's listening, who knows you, knows you as the Balboa guy. Okay. <laughs> and it, this is how far it is, everyone. So when I ask people to jump on the podcast, I ask them to fill out a bullet point. And <laughs> Jason was the only one who said Balboa rules. That is the only, <laughs> That's thing, the only thing, the only topic I wanted. I, yeah. I mean, it was enough for me because I knew exactly what you meant. And I know exactly like what this podcast would entail. So that being said, because you said Balboa rules, I'm curious, what is it about Balboa that you love? And I know this is a deep question, but what is it about Balboa yeah. that you love so much? Like what is intrinsic and in all that? It's the subtlety of it and the pulse of it. Like the, 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 it like, it has a different feel than Lindy Hop. Lindy Hop to me has this like, not I don't know if bounce is the right word, but it just mm -hmm. has this like movement like this. Yeah. And Balboa is either smooth or like this kind of constant slower pulse or like lower pulse. Uh -huh. And it's also like me and me and uh uh I've talked about this a lot with with uh different people, but it's also the how much swing there is in the music, you know? Huh. So how much off the two and four, the two and four are. Uh -huh. and like in Lindy Hop, it really swings. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's what makes it feel like you want to dance Lindy Hop. And so if a song feels like that, it's really hard to dance Balboa to it, even if the tempo's faster. Whereas for me, like Lindy Hop or Balboa has that tighter two and four. So it's not quite as swingy, makes it feel like, Balboa to me and that's just how I feel it so that's why and that works better at high tempos that's why high tempos feel good at Balboa because you can't yeah. swing as much when there's not enough room in the song to swing on a two and four and also like certain types of instruments lead to that so one of the reasons like Jonathan Stout feels so good for Balboa is the guitar doesn't swing as much as if there's no guitar because it kind of keeps that that pulse going and that's what really speaks to me and that's why like you know gypsy jazz works so well for balboa because it's got that kind of pulse that happens and that's that's how it feels for me and so um 
like Blake and I talk about this a lot and like, you know, we, we like a lot of the same music. And for me, I, that's how I pinpoint it is like, how much does it swing on the two and four? Wow. I'm like, that was like a doctorate in music. (laughs) Holy crap. Like the two and four swings. And I, I need to like revisit that because damn. So the, it sounds to me like you you really got drawn to the music and the dance because oh you got drawn to the dance because of the music first yes yeah 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 for sure I, I mean, mean I'm I love music so much and like I've always loved music so much yeah uh, that that's definitely the thing that pulls me to it and but you're also a musician right by the guitars in the background yeah. <laughs> although like I don't play very much it's like dance has like overtaken that side of things for me so uh-huh. I barely touch my instruments anymore, which is sad, but it's like, if I have the one or the other to work on, I'm working on dance stuff now. Okay. Gotcha. So as I did a- music for a really long time, like, you know, I spent 10 years playing in bands and oh, yeah. doing all that stuff. So it was like, I kind of have like a 10 year, like I, I, for 10 years, I did skateboarding and snowboarding. And then for 10 years, I did kickboxing mm-hmm. or sorry, then 10 years I did like bands. Mm-hmm. And then for 10 years, I did kickboxing. And now I'm in my 10 years of uh, of dance. But hopefully that'll go longer. But like there's crossover between them. But that's kind of like how I've been. So I spent a good 10 years of just focusing on music. And, and... I so it, it's an interesting correlation, right? Because Demetrio was the podcast back in yeah. March. And he was talking about how music drew him to dance. And I feel like it's a powerful motivator because Frankie Manning said, you know, when we're dancing, it's like, <laughs> it's like a three-way relationship between your partner, the music and yourself. Yeah. Do you feel like that has, that Balboa has that element, except it's tightened because of like the dance form? I guess. I mean, I, to me, it totally does. Like, I, I don't think it has any different than any other music. So like, yeah. For me, especially right now, specifically in the way I'm enjoying dancing is like lots of syncopated footwork uh-huh. to go with the music. And like, mm-hmm. I'm finally at a place in my dance where I'm comfortable enough with all the movement to be able to really focus on the music, which took a long time. If you ask Vanessa, she would laugh at me about how bad my musicality was. But like <laughs> now I'm feeling like, like I'm really dancing to the music more mm-hmm. than ever, and like really focusing on that and and like trying to like, make that a part and I'm really enjoying just doing crazy foot stuff to go with the music because like that's what I like about the dance you know dude there were um Vanessa's TikTok which by the way everyone should check out Vanessa's TikTok I'll put it in the description because it is good but it's the one where you and Vanessa were just doing clean 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 as f like basics was that would you call it pure bow no no those I mean they're not ba- like none of it is like the basic. It's all yeah. like main versions of basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Izzy, Izzy was just like standing there in awe. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you mean by like fancy, fancy like yeah, yeah, yeah. work? Yeah, but even even in like a lot of it is in the out and in the out and in feel like that uh-huh. part of the dance um, is where I'm doing a lot of it right now, where you have a little bit more move room to move around than when you're uh-huh. in style. so you can do lots of like really cool like quick ball kickball change stuff and like yeah just lots of cool stuff you can do there interesting dude you're like really in the, the podcast isn't even like halfway through and i'm already so inspired <laughs> i want to go take a private for balboa now you should 
Um, well, speaking of which, just going back to the whole Balboa piece, some people might be listening to this and they don't know what Balboa is. Can you mm. give us like a quick idea of what Balboa is if you were talking? Yeah, to you? sure. So, you know, it's a dance that started in Newport Beach, Balboa, Balboa Peninsula, which is like, mm. and it started at, I mean, as far as we know, the the rendezvous ballroom that's that's down that was down there. And it was like, I don't know exactly the time frame, but like late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like, I've read different things about, and, and I'm not a historian on this at all. Like there's yeah. people that way more. This is the basics of it. Yeah. And so, and it was, it was a like a close embrace dance. So you put you you dance it like super connected. And it's really mm-hmm. important that when you're in pure value, you are super connected, like like chest to chest. Mm-hmm. you need that connection for it to work because of the way it's body led and like mm-hmm. if you're not connected like that it's never going to feel right and i was talking i was in arizona last weekend for badass or badass balboa and i was talking to a couple people there that said like a lot of people there don't aren't connected it just doesn't they, they didn't realize till they danced with someone who really did it like connected the way you're supposed to like oh my god it feels totally different yeah you need that connection and then in la around the same time there was la swing which is what we consider bow swing now. So oh. they were kind of two different dances and they just kind of got combined, especially like later years when these dance, as swing dancing got less popular and these dancers started mixing more, mm-hmm. the dances became more combined in like the 50s and 60s and 70s. And then the old timers that everybody that dances now learn from that are, or that that we learn from, that they learn from, you know, yeah. like the Knicks and the Tisses and, and, they um you know they were dancing both because they had mixed so much and started dancing together and that's where you get like that that um bow swing and balboa as like kind of the same dance but really it's kind of two different dances it's la swing and balboa mm-hmm. at least that's what i understand and and again i'm not a historian this is just what i've read heard found out over the years yeah 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 and i i will admit i haven't i haven't done more as much research in Balboa but I was interested because it's when I first moved to California did I tell you about the story about how I moved here and Mm. I danced with Nikki Marvin no oh my god Jason so I moved here and I went to Atomic this must have been my like second and third time Jonathan Stout was playing I didn't know anyone yeah I knew who Nikki Marvin was because I'd taken like workshops from her in the Midwest but it was a fast song and I was like oh yeah this is this is bumping oh Nikki's here and I asked her to dance and I we we were swinging out I swear to you everyone in the entire room was doing bow and yeah. I was swinging out and then Nikki was like you're not from around here are you <laughs> <laughs> like why are you swinging out when you could do balboa to this I know and then and then I realized I looked around and I was like oh okay I had taken three balboa classes yeah and I barely knew how to do the basic but I, I started doing it and I felt so bad Nikki was being so sweet yeah like, <laughs> Balboa dude it's so it's such a different dance if you've only been doing Lindy Hop the entire time yeah you know? yeah no I believe it and I have trouble doing Lindy Hop because I'm so Balboa focused that I'm yeah like, yeah yeah which is, is so weird <laughs> you know like how do I how do I move correctly you know yeah and then now you have those triple threats like Blake Patrick Jungle Gordon I do everything I run away I, I... <laughs> <laughs> dude. get me out of here I, I I feel you because I still like to call myself the threat and a half of SoCal. I yeah. just have Lindy Hop, which I'm comfortable with. And then <laughs> a quarter, like, of, 
the bull that bow is the half that's it yeah nothing else shag i'm a no shag guy i yeah. i say that right now but you know. I actually enjoy the shag basic it's kind of yeah because cool. it feels a little bit like balboa so i kind of i i enjoy the shag basic i just the way turning and stuff works in lindy hop and shag is just like not it just doesn't feel the same as toss outs toss outs just feel so good they feel so good like the way the the way the the rotation goes and that mm. pitch, it just doesn't it, it isn't emulated in in the other dances the same yes way. and i just that's that's the best to me so like yeah talk me talk, talk to me about that because when you were showing me the toss out we were just messing around one time on atomic yeah you're showing me the toss out when you did the toss out on me it felt very smooth and floaty but very assertive like mm -hmm. When in your dance journey, learning Balboa, did you, did it finally like sort of click with you that, you know, that's what it was supposed to feel like? I mean, it would have been later. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. It was a while before. Um, it was probably when I started taking like classes with Nick. Oh, uh -huh. really, you know, cause he's just such an incredible teacher and mm. like um, really understanding how, it's it's like a two-pronged thing so like you as the lead need to give the room for the follow to do what they need to do but the follow also needs to make sure that they're turning get they're getting their hip around into the rotation and getting the connection right because without that it doesn't feel right either so it's like you know you need to work together to make it work but if you're if you lead it correctly it's hard for the follow not to do it right you know what mm. i mean like they're just going to be like, oh, wow. You know, like they have to actively try not to get, they have to work against the way their their body is moving to uh -huh. not do it correctly, you know? So that's why if I dance with someone who doesn't know Balboa, but they're a good dancer, there's a good chance that if I just lead, lead a toss out the right way, they're just going to do it because they're used to like, they understand momentum and, and feeling and they're just going to go, oh, I'm supposed to go here. Oh, wow. All of a sudden I turn that direction and it just feels so good. Yeah. Um, that's interesting for me. Like I'm trying to understand it and the way you're explaining it is starting to make a lot of sense. So then here's my next question because we were talking about toss outs. Yeah. Right? Uh, Cameron Book, who was on the podcast in March, he said that he spent like six months just doing a swing out and tuck turns and side passes for yeah. like the longest time. How did you approach like feeling comfortable with like the basics of bounce, like the basic toss out and lollies? Well, I mean, the thing is, again, I didn't really get to social dance before oh. the pandemic. So I've kind of a different path of learning Balboa than probably a lot of people do because like I learned some very basic stuff and then the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. And then for almost two years, like I live with Vanessa, so we could practice here and there, but Vanessa does not like to practice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love to practice. So yeah. I would, and I was obsessed with Balboa and it was something that helped get me through the pandemic was my yes. obsession with that. Mm -hmm. And so I spent all my time just like watching contests, watching videos, watching everything I could, I could find. Mm -hmm. Also taking every online class I could specifically Laura Keat and Jeremy Auth did a lot of really great classes. Mm. And, um, and uh, Andreas Olson had a solo Balboa workshops that he would do for like four weeks in a row. 
and they were amazing. And that was like, that really got me through. And, and like, I focused so much on footwork mm. and pulse and feeling the music and musicality through my feet in a way that I never would have had, had that not happened. I would have been out there dancing and doing the same toss outs all the time and probably not progressed nearly as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And because during that time, I spent so much time working on myself in Balboa before mm-hmm. I was dancing with anyone else or very occasionally dancing with Vanessa. Um, I think it changed like how I learned it versus like the way most people do, you know? Yeah. And that's why I have such a focus on footwork and such a focus on, you know, different basics. I have like seven different basics I like to go between and like, you know, the way I do all, you know, all the different things that I do is because of that time that I didn't have anyone to dance with or, you know, the occasional dancing with Vanessa. This is going to show how little I know about Babo, but did you say seven different basics? Yeah, like, like different ways of like fanning or the like doing triple steps in my basic in different places and doing fake triples and there's just all kinds of stuff you can do instead of being like step step hold step 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 hold step it's like step triple hold step hold fan you know like there's just and there's like three that I kind of like rotate between but then there's other ones I throw in too and then there's like classic like old timer um basics that i know too so it's like you do this guy's basic and you do this guy and you mix those in with the basics you're doing and just all that stuff uh-huh. you know and i don't think about it it's just like whatever makes sense with the music at the time is what i'm doing interesting okay now this is all talking about this is so technical and i love it yeah. so i'm one of the questions i've always had about balboa is so we're all talking footwork right now right mm-hmm. But the connection that you had, you talked about like that close connection. Yeah. Um, I, this is something I've always wanted to ask you, but slow bow. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you <laughs> do it? <laughs> it's again, you have to be super connected. It's important that the follow is like behind. And this is in Balbo in general, I think, you uh-huh. know, is like, the the follow has to be behind the beat like they have mm-hmm. to like if they commit to something before you move that direction that's when things mm-hmm. get off so the better they are about like being on like having their weight not committed until you lead that commitment yeah it helps and so especially in slow bow like in slow bow you really have to do that so and you have to be super connected like you have to be like like there's all the information is here in this arm yeah chest here and that's where everything is like those two spots like not yeah the hands have nothing like this hand has nothing to do with it yeah yeah literally it's about the hand and like if i'm dancing with a new follow a lot of times i'll be like hey let's just let's put that away (laughs) because then they'll see oh that doesn't matter because otherwise they're like doing this to you the whole time (laughs) like a really gotcha and like this hand could be like doing nothing and it's just like it's all in here and when you're you're moving and I even overdo it. So like Jacob Wigger will like like work with me and he'll be like, man, literally you just need to move like this. I'm like, oh, it's so hard to, to tone it down even more. <laughs> like, like and like when me and Ashley are working on stuff, it'll be like, okay, this is this is okay, but what are we doing wrong? And it's always like we just need to do it smaller and do it smaller and do it smaller and do it smaller. And and then it looks better and feels better. And yeah. 
Oh, dude, that's that's crazy. Like, oh, for anyone listening, I know that some people, when they think Balboa, they think it's just like the super fast music, but it's not true. Like I've seen, I've watched you do slow bow and I'm like, dude, that looks so. It's so fun. I love it. I'm so excited about Great Lakes Balboa Escape because they have a slow bow contest. Really? And a pure bow contest, which is like, I don't think there's any other slow bow contests in the US. They do a lot of them in Europe, but and then there's only the only other pure bow contest that I know of is at Calbal. So it's great to get to do both of those. Um, because most are just like bow swing, like mix everything together. But mm-hmm. slow bow is so much fun. And uh getting to do that is gonna be really great. Snap. Okay. Well, who knows? Maybe I might have a slow bow comp in this thing someday. Huh? Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Um, oh man, I was gonna ask you. Oh yeah, with slow bow. Um I was dancing with Vera mm-hmm. one day and amazing. I had, She's amazing. yeah, so this is where you come in because remember how I keep trying to copy you, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a slower song and I was watching you do slow bow. I forget who it was with, but I was watching your feet. And so then I started doing it and it actually worked. And then yeah. we were like, oh, you know, slow bow. I was like, I, I've never done this before. <laughs> I just picked it up because I was watching Jason and we both started cracking up because we were like, oh yeah, I, I'm just trying to copy Jason. And it's so funny because I'm just copying other people too. So you know, <laughs> like a carbon copy of a carbon copy. It's not like I do anything original, you know, I'm just hearing what I've learned or watched other people. I mean, I'm so, we're so lucky in SoCal. Like, mm. like I get to sit there every week and watch Blake and Jeremy and Jacob and Nick and Chris and all these incredible leads. Yeah. And just go, I'm going to steal that. Oh, I'm stealing that. Uh, I'm stealing that. Ooh, that's cool. I'm stealing that too. So, you know, we're really lucky here. And so anything you steal from me is just something I stole from somebody else. (laughs) We're we're just trying to steal all that. Dude, how fun. This is completely, uh, how fun is it that we get to like hang out with these awesome, not only are they great dancers, but they're great people. Dude, they're the best. It's great. I love, I love our scene so much. It's like, yeah, like there's so many people and there's so many different little, I mean, you could call them clicks, but like for me, I'm, I like making friends with everybody. So mm-hmm. like, because I'm in like all these different groups of people and I don't even think they're like, clicks it's just like you know you have your friends yeah there's no there's nothing wrong with that but it's also like no one's ever going like oh you can't hang out with us you know so right right, it's great that you get to like hang out with this group and hang out with this group and hang out with this group and they're all such fun people and they're also Mm -hmm. have different takes on the dances and stuff but they're all it's just it's great i love it i i very much agree and i i will say um Oh man, you made me lose my train of thought. There were so many different directions <laughs> we can go with this. But there was, we talked about Slow Val. We talked about how you got into Balboa and whatnot. I'm actually curious to know a bit more about um, how you went from learning Balboa and then starting social dance again once it came back to how you started competing. Because you, you weren't competing like back in 2018, right? No, I did. I did. Me and Vanessa did the, the, the strictly at Calbao 2020, but I mean, we, it was like, I just, I enjoy doing stuff like that. Yeah. So even though we were like no chance of actually getting anywhere in it, it was like, um, yeah, let's just do it. Why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and um, 
she is definitely does not like doing stuff like that. So, so that's why like when, um, right when people are just starting to like kind of get together outside in parks, you know, kind of thing. Um, Ashley Peretta, like we were friends on Facebook after going to Lindy Loft and she's like, Hey, uh, we're going down to Long Beach for this thing. And so we went and we started talking there and we didn't even dance together that day. Cause it was like, she was with someone else and she's like, Oh, we're not ready to mix. You know, it was like at that point where it's like, you don't still didn't dance with anyone outside of your, literally your person. Yeah. And Ashley and I started talking and, and Camp Hollywood, this was 2021 Camp Hollywood was supposed to happen that year. And she's like, let's do camp. Let's, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Vanessa doesn't want to compete. Let's do it. So we started like working together mm. and then it got canceled. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we ended up just keep practicing all the way from then until 2022 camp Hollywood. And, you know, Ashley's so great and she's such a great partner and we have such a great partnership because we're both super chill and like, just want to have fun and don't have like uh, a lot of like, we got to win. It's just like, let's just have a great time. Yeah. Let's work on stuff and let's let this be a fun thing. But I personally, like, I love competing. I think competition's great. Mm -hmm. If I never win a competition for the rest of my life, I'm totally okay with that. If I never make it to finals for the rest of my life, I'm totally okay with that. Because uh -huh. I'm not doing it to like be a winner. I'm doing it because I think it's really fun. It's a good way to support the events you go to. It's a good way to support the other people you dance with. And it's a mm. good time, good chance to like get some good dances and like mix and matches and stuff like that. So right. I love yeah. it. Let's uh, let's dig into the the competition piece a little more because I, I wanted to hear your thoughts. I think it's really cool that you brought up the competition piece because I've talked about that with other people on the podcast. And I think it's really important to hear what you said because you said some things that I think are really important. You mentioned that you and Ashley don't you're just competing for fun if you never won a competition again you'd be fine but you mentioned that competitions are fun be, are good because you're supporting the event and whatnot yeah. yeah 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 so if you think about like how an event keeps going you know there's they've got to have multiple revenue streams and one of the revenue streams is contests you know and so even if i know like like i because of camp because we won the amateur Balboa at Camp Hollywood, we now have to compete in opens. Well, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not gonna beat Lake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not beating like like Jeremy Off and Blake and stuff like that, and Vasu and all of them, and because they're amazing and they're such yeah. great dancers. But I love dancing with them and being mm. in contests with them. And so you could say I'm throwing away my money by doing it if I know I'm not even gonna make it to finals. But to me, I'm just that's part of supporting the 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 event and like helping the event continue and, and go on and be there next year and pay for the people that are working it and pay for the people that are organizing it. Cause there's so much work that goes into that. And we all benefit from that. And yes, we pay to do it, but this is one of the ways we can help. And so I'm happy to do it personally. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So how would you say that you and Ashley, like what mentality do you go into each comp with? Is it literally just fuck all and we're just going to have fun or is it yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. No, it's, it's like, we're going to, you know, we're going to try to win. We're yeah. going to dance our best that we can. Like, there's no, there's no question about like the quality of the dance we want to do. We're not like half-assing it and just like, meh, we're, we don't need to practice. Like we're, we're giving it our all. There's yeah. no question about that. But 
winning is not the reason. Like the giving mm. it are all is so that we're better dancers, we have better dances, we continue to, to progress as dancers, but it's not because I think that me getting first place in a contest that's subjective, the, dependent on judges, like what they're feeling that, you know, like that's not the validator for me. The validator for me is, did I have fun? Do I have fun? And social dancing is like the most important thing to, to me. So like, even if it just means like more people go, oh, I should dance with him because he, he was in the contest. That to me is like a validation because now I've got more people to dance with in social dancing, which is what I really love. Mm. And like, you know, doing mix and match is really fun because you get to dance with people maybe you wouldn't have otherwise. And then you're like, oh my God, that was such a great dance. Let's dance again later. And that to me is worth it, you know? Right, right, right. Dude, so much good nuggets in there. <laughs> so much good nuggets. Because I think I think you and I talked about this, but that's the same way that Amy and I approach. Yeah. Um, comps we approach it with the it would be nice mentality but I think I picked up something new today being that competitions are great because you support the event because events are hard and they take yeah. a lot of money and it helps you become a better dancer and you get to meet people I've yeah. never talked to anyone where they said um that competitions are good because even if you're in the competition and someone sees you dance and they're like oh I want to dance with you like that's a benefit because you get to meet more people for social yeah that's a win that's to me that's a huge win so yeah yeah speaking of wins i really want to know how you felt when you were because for those who don't know uh like jason mentioned earlier he and ashley won the amateur baboa comp at camp hollywood which is huge by the way like major congrats on that thank you thank you um but mm -hmm. how did you how was your, what was your thought process during the comp? And then after they announced you were first place? During the comp, all I was thinking is like, man, this is so much fun. And, and like, I, it's funny because me and Ashley are the same. Like we have no like nervous energy. Like uh -huh. just not who we are. Like I, I played in bands before um, doing this and played like big shows, lots of people. Like, so I'm, I've done that. And then. It's funny, my sister sent me these videos from when, like literally from like 1985, 1986 uh -huh. of me and our church choir dancing or, or singing and performing that I totally forgot. I was like lead in those things. So like, I just, it's never been um, something I was afraid of. Sorry, my cat is joining. Oh, no worries. Uh -huh. um, it's never been, I've just never had that nervous energy. And even in bands, like my bandmates would get super nervous before every show. And I was out there talking to everybody before the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. This is going to be so much fun. Then like right before, we to, okay, I got to go play. And then I, then yeah. I so it's the same energy for me that I've always had. And so for me, the contest is literally just super fun. And I'm not worried about our performance because again I, it probably helps that i'm not worried about winning i just want to have a good time mm. um and i'm just not like being in front of people doesn't bother me um that being said like it's so much fun like yeah. i really enjoy it and i enjoy dancing with the people we're dancing with and and like the the mood and energy of people before you dance you know before the contest is just great yeah i'll say like <laughs> That statement that you said when I asked you, like, what was your thought process? You were thinking, oh, man, this is so much fun. Yeah. That 
that can be night and day for so many people because other people are like yeah. in their heads about, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. Oh, how do I, I need to look at the judges and you look at where I'm at and all that. But you were just thinking, yeah, this is great. Yeah. I mean, you know, you practice all that stuff. Yeah. Like when me and Vanessa, or sorry, when me and Ashley are practicing, she's like, she's much better at that than I am because she's <laughs> as a dancer a lot more, but she's like, okay, let's figure out, you know, what direction we need to be. And, and she's really good at like, back leading us facing the right direction and stuff yeah. and like reminding me of things we need to do like things we want to do in a contest like she's yeah. so amazing at that um again why our partnership works really well is like mm. it's very collaborative and very like working together um but it's also like if we don't do something right we're, we're, there's no like choke moment like oh my god mm. wrong. it's like oh whatever it, it's a social dance like <laughs> you know if anything, I want to be even more social dancey than than like try to like pull off certain moves. I like I want to get to the point where, you know, you're gonna practice a lot and you're gonna have things down, but in the moment it's just, you know, just have a fun dance. Yeah. I think Mikey Pedroza mentioned in the podcast on the track that when he competes, like they put it he Nikki Marvin and him, they put in a lot of effort. But then once it's comp time, he's like, all right, hopefully all that effort is still retained in my body. Yeah. So sounds like that's what you and Ashley did. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. Dude, that's awesome. And by the way, Ashley is pretty darn cool. I've only like met, I've, I've danced with her maybe a couple of times, but she's mm -hmm. so nice. Yeah. She's great. And she doesn't social dance as much as she used to, which is unfortunate, but she's still an incredible dancer. Um, yeah nobody like I you know you know me I'm one of social dance like every day yeah <laughs> so, like I'm at everything I can go to for the most part um so but she she doesn't get out as much but she's she's so cool she's great dude she's dope speaking of social dancing did I tell you that I have a little secret of when I DJ at Lindy Groove oh what's that so when I DJ at Lindy Groove um I think you weren't there the last time I DJed but when I'm DJing at Lindy Goof, I, I try to cater to like, you know, uh, the crowd that's there. But every time I do play like faster songs, I peer over at the corner where you, Jay, um, yeah. Jeff, all of you are, Jacob, if you all are, do, are doing bow, then I'm like, yes, I'm doing it right. But when you're yeah. not, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, what am I going to do? That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I was talking to Grace about this the other day. Like I, I came on a Tuesday and she's like, Oh, good. You're here. I know when I see you, I can start turning up the music because oh. I can start, turn up the, cause it's like the tempo could go up a little bit because Jason's here. And yeah, that's the, like the trigger of, Oh, it's, it's around nine 30. Let's, let's pick up the pace a little for Jason. And I appreciate that a lot. And yeah. the funny thing is I don't even need fast music. It's just, it's that feel it's that, it's that yeah, it's or not. And so something can be 180 and feel great for Balboa and something mm -hmm. can be 200 and feel weird for Balboa. It's really about, the type of song, which one of the things I love about Grace's DJing is she plays a lot of stuff that tempo isn't as important. It's like, mm. it's a good feel for me. Mm. So yeah. even if she's playing at Lindy Groove where they kind of keep the tempos down, there's still a lot of songs that that make sense. For mm. Yeah, the way that Lance and Vicky were explaining it to me where some songs are slower in tempo, but they have a high energy. And then mm -hmm. some songs are high energy, but are slower tempo. Sure. I mean, there's songs that are like 210, but because of the way it's the song goes, it feels really chill. Yes. 
Like, yes. and you're just kind of bopping along. And there's other songs that are like 195, but it's like, you you feel like you got to throw yourself around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100, 150%. And I like both. Like, I actually like really chill songs. The fun thing about getting better at Balboa is like, you can be doing a really fast song and it's super chill. Yes. Like, yes. it can be like 2.30 and be like super relaxed and just my feet are going and my upper body is like, nothing's going on. It's great. Yeah. 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 That, that actually happened to Vera and I, the first time like Balboa sort of like clicked in my brain, I was dancing with Vera at Cowbell and it was so chill, but everything just worked. Also it's Vera. So like, yeah, yeah, she's absolutely amazing. So I, I very much empathize with that. Also a quick note uh, for any of you listening that are wondering what are these numbers we're talking about? We're talking about BPMs. So anytime we're talking tempo, we're talking beats per minute, which we are talking 180. Um, what would you say is a BPM? Like your pocket BPM? My pocket is like 190 to 230. Ah. Over 230, it just gets less fun. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like, you can't really be as musical. You're just trying to keep trying to keep it going. It yeah. can still be fun. I don't want to say it's not because it can still be really fun because it's super high energy. But like the slower songs, you can be more musical. The faster songs, you can just get more high energy stuff out. But like I'd say 190 to 230 is like my sweet spot. 190 to 230. Okay. That's, I'll I'll remember that for, I have a whole like. I could dance a whole night at 190 and have a great night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's like, it doesn't have to be fast tempos. It's just gotta be the right vibe. The right vibe. Well, yeah. That's, that's, that's quite the, that's quite the statement right there. I like that. <laughs> okay. So what is in terms of Balboa, right? I was curious. I think, first of all, I think it's crazy that you took your first Balboa class from Ashley and now she's like, are you guys like partners, partners or competition yeah. partners? Or? Yeah, yeah, competition partners. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Does she still um, teach? Yeah, she teaches a lot. Um, but she does like, uh, like up in LA, she has a lot of private lessons and she teaches like small classes and stuff, but not out of a specific studio. Not like when she was at Lindy Loft. Oh, is it the same places where Sylvia Sykes teaches or? No, she just does it like either like she'll rent a place for the day or she'll do it like on the roof of her apartments. Like like a really cool space. We'll practice up there sometimes. It's pretty cool. Um, Or she'll do private lessons wherever, just depending. She's great. You want to, if you want to take some private Lindy Hop lessons or shag, she's great shag dancer. So, okay. Um, I'll, I'll include Ashley's information below for anyone who's coming to LA who wants to take a private from her or anyone in LA. Yeah. So speaking of Ashley, because I have so much respect for her and just dancing with her is so inspirational. So I was curious for you, who are your Balboa inspirations? Um, I mean, I kind of talked about a lot of them. We're so lucky to have people that inspire us in our local scene. Yeah. You know? So every time I go dancing, like Jacob Wigger, like his dance with Kelly Arsenal at Hot Rhythm Holiday is like my favorite dance right now. It was so uh, I mean, I keep telling him too. I'm like, I was so good. <laughs> Nick Williams obviously is incredible. Blake is like magic. <laughs> you know, um, Jeremy Auth is just 
like he is like one of the most inspiring to me because his creativity mm. like, it's just so fun to watch um and then chris is also like so great and then like old timers and, and things like that you know like maxi dorf like watching him do what he did is just amazing and then for like non-locals it's probably uh it's uh andreas olsen i just love his dancing so much i'm always like i'm really really glad i did all that solo balboa stuff he's such a giving teacher i wish i wish he'd lived closer so i could take classes from him um but yeah like we're really lucky that our local people that are great people and you get to be friends with are also like the most inspirational yeah and tell me a bit more about and andreas because um i i saw his video where he did slow bow and that i watched that oh yeah his time. slow bow is awesome um he don't he, he lives in he's from sweden and he and his partner olga like won last year or the last cowbell before the pandemic um and he's just great like i just he's got a good vibe he's got his own style of dancing so uh -huh. it's it's like it's really cool because it obviously is balboa and it's obviously inspired by very classic balboa mm -hmm. at the same time he really pushes pushes the boundaries on it too so you can see like the very like true to balboa stuff that he's doing while still like being original and finding his own voice and stuff it's it's great yeah 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 uh, and i when you say your own voice and your own style one of the first things that came to mind for me was jennifer lee mm -hmm. yeah he yeah. partnered with her for years yeah yeah like, we've been partners for a long time and she's got again really great style um does really cool stuff and a great teacher too like i really like her classes yeah i'm i'd really like to take a private with her because Amy took classes with her and Amy said, Andre, you should take a private. When Amy tells me that, I'm like, okay, that's, yeah, I need to. I need well, to just come to uh, Northwest Belfast with us and then uh, you can take one <laughs> over there. When is that? When is <laughs> Northwest Belfast? End of July, end of July. Oh, snap, dude. I'm pretty sure I have, I have something. I have another event that Move month. It. Move it. Move it. <laughs> You're just like, cancel it. Balboa all the way. Cancel it. All Balboa all the time. Dude, like I, I've seen you, I've seen you pull some Lindy Hop out every once in a while. Only if I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Only if the song just like does not work for Balboa, or the 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 person I'm dancing with is just uh, it, Balboa is not gonna work. I'll, all right, okay, <laughs> we'll, Dude, we'll do this. I uh, I was gonna say because I imagine that like Fast Feet is probably one of your favorite nights. Oh, it's, by far, it's 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 my favorite of all. Yeah, all things to do is Fast Feet Friday at Atomic because, like, Bobby McGee's is great, but it's still like a kind of a mix. Yeah, you know, Lindy Groove is cool. It's so close to my house, but it's just the tempos are often not where I want it to be, mm -hmm. and so I only go if there's DJs that I know will play. If not the tempos I want, at least the feel that I want. Uh huh. Um, Tuesdays at Atomic are really fun. So that's yes. like Grace does a great job of of playing like a good mix. Mm -hmm. enough songs that i enjoy dancing to but still enough songs for people that are looking for slower tempos or different vibes and um so i'm you know you know i'm always there on tuesdays and then but of everything fast food friday is my favorite 
Really? It was just good songs the whole time. You can take breaks and not feel like you're going to miss something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was going to say, because just so you know, I'm 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 taking DJ lessons from Augie right yeah. now. And so my hope is that I become one of those dancer, one of those DJs where you see, oh, Andre's DJing. He'll he'll try, he'll try yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Nice. You know, that is one of my goals is to cater like to the Baboa crew. So I'm still I'm still building that up. Um, okay, but we were talking about Baboa inspirations and fast feed. For anyone who is wondering, Atomic actually has this uh, Friday night. We dance on Tuesdays and Fridays. And Fridays there's a main floor, and then some Fridays they have fast feet in the back room where it's all just fast music and you're not obligated to dance Balboa but you can do uh, Balboa shag Lindy, fast Lindy yeah yeah there'll be a lot of people doing shag a lot of people doing um Balboa but there's definitely people doing fast Lindy in there too yeah and so I was I always I I had never done that before and I'm always so thankful for Grace and Blake who run that because anytime anyone walks in and Grace if you're listening to this this is a shout out to you because anytime anyone walks in Grace is like welcome to like make sure everyone feels welcome and I always thought that was such a that speaks to me as like the community guy who loves the community and whatnot but oh man Jason you're bringing out some great stuff dude um one of the questions I want to ask is what's something else about Balboa that maybe I didn't get to, but that's something that you wanted to chat about a little bit. Um, Don't be afraid of it. Like Ooh. it's actually way easier than you think. Uh-huh. I think people overthink it mm. and they think like, okay, I gotta, the, the, the basic is one, two, three, four, you know, like you literally don't need to do anything with your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could stand still and just move your weight to the right spots and you're going to be good you know uh-huh. like, like it's so much easier than you think it is everybody just is afraid of it for some reason and mm. so, like i and if you're a follow or you want to be a follow and do balboa and you're afraid please come ask me i like dancing with everyone including uh-huh. people that don't dance balboa and like one of my favorite two two of my favorite things are finding people that don't dance balboa but that are willing to to try it with me and mm-hmm. getting them to like feel comfortable with the basic after like one or two dances going, Oh, this is, this is really fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or really good Lindy hop dancers that do Balboa somewhat uh-huh. are some of my favorite people to dance with uh-huh. the way they express themselves is really fun for me. And so mm-hmm. I'm really like dancing with like, like people that are not Balboa dancers. Right. Like really fun. And, and so like, don't be afraid of it. It's actually way easier than you think. You're just overthinking it. That's, that's what I would say. That, 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 that's, a, that's a powerful message. Dude, just watch. In like a year, you're going to have five or so people who don't know about both. They say, oh, you said that. I could yeah. Dance in, in that well, box. you know, it's funny because I have a few friends that are like, oh, there's no follows here tonight. I'm like, what are you talking about? Anyone here? Like, you have to develop people to dance with. Like, you mm-hmm. can't rely on them, like, going to classes and learning how to do it and all that. Like, like if you want people to dance with, you need to help them become people to dance with. And so that's something I do all the time. Like I've had a few people that I dance with a lot that were not maybe the best Balboa dancers, like follows when I first started with dancing with them. And just, I keep making them dance Balboa with me and they've gotten really good, like Ah. really fun. And I really, really enjoy dancing with them and dance with them all the time now. And now they're like, oh, Balboa is really great. And I'm like, yeah, I told you. 
Um, so like, if you want more people to dance with you, you just have to dance with people who are not necessarily the ones you want. And like, I would love, you know, I love dancing with like the high level follows that we have in our scene, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to wait for that. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to dance with like who's available to dance. Cause I want to dance literally every song. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, like, and, and I love when I get to dance with some really great follows who can do stuff that is just amazing, but also like dancing with people who don't know anything and like, right. we just have a good, simple dance. And it's really fun. Dude, that's so, what you just said is so good. You said you need, if you need to develop, if you want to dance with more people, you need to develop more people. Yeah. And that means going and dancing with maybe not just like the high level people that know all the stuff, but with really just anyone, maybe they might find that spark just like you did mm -hmm. when you went to that Balboa class. Yeah. Yeah. Like dance with everybody. You know, Dude, that's, Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, didn't mean to chop. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. It's just, but yeah, that's how I feel about it. Is like, like the way to get more people to do the dance you like is to just dance with more people. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, maybe nudge them to do the dance you want to do. It helps that I only do Balboa, and mm. so it makes people that like would maybe otherwise dance Lindy Hop if mm -hmm. it was someone else do Balboa with me and then all they have to have is like one or two good dances with me and then they're like oh yeah I want to dance Balboa with Jason when I see him mm -hmm. yeah on speaking to that I do have to give a quick shout out to uh Julie Roman and Jerron because they're trying to do that to me for shag yeah <laughs> it's great yeah no, I sat and I spoke with Julie for like two hours or so at uh, Lindy, uh, Lindy on the Rocks in Denver. She was yeah. just, she essentially gave me like a free mini private on what yeah. Shag is. And I was like, that's, Julie's so cool, dude. And yeah. so fun. They're both so cool. I was so, I was so glad I got to dance with her a lot this last weekend. Oh, yeah, she's you because so she was there. Yeah. yeah she's, she's not injured anymore, right? No, that's what she, she told me before the weekend. She's like, I'm not injured. We can dance finally more often. And we have a lot of really great dances. She's so much fun. Dude, I love, did. I love really expressive follows. Mm -hmm. Follows who like take ownership of their, like their dance and like mm -hmm. to do a lot of stuff. I love it. So I love giving room for that. And so Julie's a great person to dance with like that. I think this is one of the reasons why I like you so much, dude. You're like, you're so, you're so giving and you're so like open and mm -hmm. Might I add a, a really cool point is that you just do it without alcohol. Like you don't yeah. need alcohol to do that. You mm -hmm. know? And yeah. you you've never had alcohol in your entire life. Never. Yeah. 48 years, never drank. No drugs. Yeah. That's that's a major congrats to you. There's I only know of like Ryan Swift, who also has never had alcohol. In oh, his really? Life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know. Other people, I just, I'm not religious. And yeah. so I know people who are religious that have never had alcohol, but that's never been the reason for me. I just, to be honest, I'm just a contrarian and like, <laughs> cool. something, I mean, it's probably why I like Balboa over, over Lindy Hop, you know, like if something's cool, I want to do the opposite. And so when I was like 16, 17, everybody started drinking. I was like, those guys are lame. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I just stuck with it ever since. I mean, that's not totally it, but that's definitely added a little bit to it like I've always had this kind of like anti-establishment yeah <laughs> feel to me um and so like and then I I just 
when I was 16, I started working at Burger King mm-hmm. in Phoenix, Arizona. And the kids I worked with, because it was all the high school kids that worked there. Yeah. We, they were all skater kids. And that's how I got into skateboarding. Was with yeah. these guys. And they all were like partied. Like they were drinking, they were smoking weed, they were dropping acid all the time. And like, I saw the negative effects it had on them, even though I loved these guys. Like yeah. I saw the negative effects it had on them really early. And I grew up in a very religious family. So we didn't have alcohol and drinking in my family. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point, by the time I was 16, I already knew that I was not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, so that wasn't the factor, but when you're brought up with that kind of, you know, you still have that in you. And so yeah. like that, like you aren't brought up with this thing. So it's easy to not do it. Right. Yeah. So when I saw the negative effect it had on them, that's when I kind of was like, mm, I don't really need that. And then I heard, and, and this is like funny, but there's a band called uh, Minor Threat, who's like the, the original straight edge band. Yeah. And like listening to them when I was 16, I was like, oh yeah, this is all the stuff that I think. And, and they just kind of reinforced that. And though I never was straight edge and I never would claim to be straight edge, I it like reinforced my like, yeah, I don't need any of that stuff. And then mm. here I am, you know, what, 30 two years later or whatever still haven't drank or done drugs but i've you know i played in bands with people that drank i've you know everyone i used to hang out with were definitely drinking and i've been around a lot of drugs and alcohol Mm. and stuff like that and i don't care like you do you i have no i could care less what anyone else does it's never been about like an opinion about other people and what they do it's always been just like this is the choice for me yeah like seriously like you guys do your thing oh you need drinks let me buy you a round of drinks like i don't care like it doesn't bother me at all which some people sometimes are like oh do we should we not like dude drink whatever you want like (laughs) you can tell me how many parties i've been at with like lots of stuff going on i don't care do your thing it's you you know like i'm i'm for decriminalization of all drugs like everything's fine just be smart and don't don't hurt yourself that's the only thing i care about dude you're so cool jason you're so yeah man i'm just i'm just old and and (laughs) And a contrarian yeah (laughs) all right well uh starting to wind down this amazing podcast here um i just got some of the closing questions um for you but i was i was curious like if people were trying to find out more information about you, um, how how would they find that out? Do you have like an Instagram or something? I mean, sure. I've got an Instagram. Jason is cursed. <laughs> um, there's not much there. Uh, you know, I used to be in a band called Midnight Movies. You could look that up. And, okay. Um, it's funny. Kenji, who uh, like went with us to Phoenix, found dug up like the epk the electronic press kit that my band did in like 2003 literally uh-huh. 20 years ago and i watched it yesterday and I, I maybe two days ago and i was just like oh man i forgot how great a time this was so mm. want to know more about me and my past go go look up midnight movies epk and that's like a fun idea of like the music and stuff that i did in the past um other than that just you know i'm just out there dancing come find me on the dance floor so sweet of you. All right. Yeah. And I'll put all that information down below. Uh, so what about uh, the next one is travels. So you mentioned Great Lakes Balboa, right? Um, what yeah. other events are you going to for the rest of the year? Okay. 
I'm actually doing like a lot this year. <laughs> it's funny because I did I did Hot Rhythm Holiday, and then well I did Cowbell and then Hot Rhythm Holiday, and then we just did Badass, and then something is happening and I don't know exactly what it is yet in Denver at the end of June. Uh-huh. So I've already bought my tickets for that because my sister lives in Denver, so I can visit her. But Laura Keats putting on something in Denver for Balboa in the end of June. Okay. Not the very last weekend, like the 31st, but like the 25th, 26th, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to that. Um, and then I'm going to Northwest Balfest in July in Seattle. Then Camp Hollywood, obviously, um, mm-hmm. in LA. And then uh, after that is um, Great Lakes Balboa Escape in Chicago at the end of September, early October. I think that's it. And then Calbell will be back before we know it in January. So yeah. it'll, it'll just like come back so quickly although i've been i've been told that i really need to go to fault for follow's sake which i think is in north carolina i heard it was really great and so that sounds like really a fun thing especially because i want to be like my values in Mm. alboa are i want to one be really comfy to dance with Mm. two be really clear in my leading like so that what i'm leading like is not ambiguous, like what's going on. I want to be very clear. And three, give a lot of space for follows to express themselves. Cause that to me is really fun. And so with that, I was told you got to go to for follows sake because it's like, that'd be right up my alley as a lead. Dude, you Jet and I all have like pretty similar dance values. Cause that's the same for me. Like the whole space thing, that's important. As, also, I heard that uh, for Follow Sake, which is organized by uh, Hillary Hudson, I think mm-hmm. Cami Asher also helped organize that. Oh, nice. I just heard raving, wonderful reviews about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I that uh, Bert was telling me how much fun it was. So I'm 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 gonna I'm definitely gonna look into it this coming year. I mean, I, there was also gonna be Bell at this, but like the 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 event I'm planning, like there is gonna be Bell. So nice. hopefully, well, hopefully there. coming to that. Um, it's in SoCal, right? <laughs> it is in SoCal. Yeah, it is. It'll be in SoCal, and I haven't like put out any additional information yet. I'm still working on deets, but yeah. All right, and here's the last question that I asked to all of my guests, but it is: What is a message you want to leave with any swing dancers listening right now? Um, don't worry about other people watching you just have fun like nobody cares just have a good time like and and like find people to dance with ask everybody dance with everyone social dancing is the point to me so get out there and social dance don't worry about anything you know there's just another song the the next song will start in like two and a half minutes so (laughs) you know like just just go dance dude that is such a powerful message i i I love that just have fun don't worry about what anyone else thinks and just dance your ass off essentially yeah Yeah. jason this was a blast i had so much fun thank you so much for taking time to hang thanks for inviting me yeah of course i know we could have gone in so many different directions but i'm sure we're gonna have you back on to talk a bit more um but for now um everyone else Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, I'll leave all the information down below. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, follow us on uh, Instagram, as well as subscribe to our YouTube. That's where you'll find all of the information. 
But thank you so much, everyone, and have a great day. Thanks, Audrey. Bye. Thank you so much for laying us your ears on the SoCal Summer Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and subscribe to us on YouTube. We're looking forward to putting out some great episodes for you, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.